0: Can South Africa's power utility ESCOM really be blaming the weather for all the power cuts during the COVID-19 lockdown?
1: Was it tweet that encouraged attacks on racist farms sent by EFF leader Julius Malema?
0: And have the Chinese now taken command in Zambian police force?
1: You're listening to What's Crap on WhatsApp. We're the voice note show that investigates the crap in your WhatsApp groups. I'm Kate Wilkinson from Africa Check, the continent's leading fact-checking organization.
0: And I'm Paul McNally from podcasting company Volume.
1: Let's get started.
0: What's first on the list for today, Kate?
1: Andre de Roeta, the CEO of South Africa's public electricity utility, ESCOM, blamed the weather for load shedding during our country's COVID-19 lockdown.
0: For our listeners outside of South Africa, load shedding refers to the scheduled electricity blackouts, which ESCOM says it uses to prevent the collapse of the power system countrywide. Let's listen to what he told SAFM's Market Updates host, Numpu Siziba. Thanks very much, Mr. De for joining us. Why was it that in the last few months, even in months where there was very limited economic activity, why was it that the country was subjected to load shedding?
1: So South Africa experienced uh, the coldest winter in 10 years, and during those cold snaps, demand exceeded what we had anticipated even before lockdown began. So while overall economic activity was lower, the peaks that we experienced because of high demand uh, due to the cold weather certainly exceeded expectations and took additional strain on our system and that regrettably led to load shooting.
0: Does the data though back him up on this?
1: We enlisted the help of two weather experts to help fact-check this claim. Dr. Liesl Dyson is a meteorologist at the University of Pretoria and Dr. Christian Ennobrecht is a senior researcher at the South African Weather Service.
0: They wrote in a report that they were not aware what data ESCOM CEO used when stating that South Africa experienced the coldest winter in 10 years.
1: AfricaCheck did email ESCOM's media desk to ask for the source of Dorota's data and how it was calculated. We also phoned all three of the numbers provided to the media, but we haven't received a response yet.
0: Their analysis showed that the country did not have the coldest winter in 10 years, as Dorota claimed. Dyson and Engelbrecht said that. During the winter period, there were cold events, which resulted in below normal temperatures for shorter periods. In general, for the three months of winter, temperatures remain normal to above normal.
1: Chris Yelland, an engineer and analyst at energy consulting firm EE Business Intelligence in Johannesburg, told Africa Check that there was a link between cold weather and an increase in energy demand during winter. But he said that this happens all over
0: the world. So this is crap then?
1: Yep, it's crap.
0: So after that blackout of acclaim, claim, what's next?
1: A screenshot of a tweet is being shared online. It looks like it's from the account of Julius Malema, the leader of the Economic Freedom Fighters. They're South Africa's second largest opposition party.
0: The tweet says, These racist farms must be expropriated without compensation. Let us attack fighters. Where we meet the enemy, we must crush the enemy. It is dated the 25th of October, 2020. Now, Kate, did Malema really tweet this?
1: So the username, the handle, and even the profile picture in the screenshot are the same as those on Malema's verified Twitter account.
0: But his tweets from the 25th of October 2020 do not include anything about racist farms or expropriation without compensation. An advanced Twitter search shows that the last time Malema tweeted about farms was in August 2015, And the last time he included the word enemy in a tweet was in June 2019.
1: If the tweet was real, it would have been widely reported on in the media. But it wasn't. The tweet is fake and it was likely created with an online tweet generator.
0: So another one to add to the crap hall of fame. Totally. Next up, we're looking at a screenshot doing the rounds on Facebook. It reads... Chinese now take command in Zambian police force. It is from April 2020 and goes on to say, something is wrong in our continent of Africa.
1: It shows three photos. In one, a police officer is putting a medal on a uniformed Chinese officer. The other two appear to be photos of Chinese police posing with Zambian police.
0: What are we looking at here, Kate? Have the Chinese really taken over Zambia's police force?
1: No, Paul. The Zambian police service is still headed by the Inspector General Kakoma Kanganja. The photos were taken at different times in 2017.
0: A reverse image search using the first photo reveals it was taken on the 30th of June 2017. It shows Kanganja conferring a police medal of bravery on the Chinese defense attache, Senior Colonel Sun Ming, during a ceremony in Lusaka.
1: Zambia's Daily Mail newspaper reported that he was given the medal for helping to increase the number of specially trained Zambian officers.
0: Another reverse image search of the other photo reveals that they were taken during the drafting of eight members of Zambia's Chinese community into the country's police reserve unit on the 18th of December 2017, but they were later removed after a public outcry. So this message is crap. Total crap. That's all the time we have for today's show. Now you know what's crap and what's not.
1: Your friends and family can sign up for our show over WhatsApp. The number is 082-709-3527. Make sure to save us as a contact in your phone and send us a message to confirm.
0: You can find the show wherever you get your podcasts, from Apple to Spotify. If you listen there, you'll find show notes and a link to the fact checks.
1: Our theme song is composed by John Bartman. I'm Kate
0: Wilkinson. And I'm Paul McNally. Bye for
1: now. Volume.